If you live in the suburbs, is having to take a subway sometimes a deal breaker to visiting the city? A new safety feature debuted today, yellow fencing. That fencing put up along the platform at the 191st Street Station on the number one line. And joining us to talk about this is Sam Schwartz, a.k.a. Gridlock Sam, a transportation engineer and former chief engineer, first deputy commissioner at the DOT. Sam, good to have you here. Okay, we're getting mixed reviews from uh, New Yorkers. But tell us, first of all, paint a picture, if you would. Uh, I've seen the pictures. Uh, These aren't particularly tall fences, are they? No, these are fences that will provide a degree of security for you. I would stand behind these fences uh, if you suddenly feel ill. You're not going to fall to the tracks or somebody, God forbid, pushes you. uh, You will be secure. You couldn't be pushed onto the tracks. So I think it's a degree of safety. And I think, and I applaud the MTA for doing this. This is low cost. The elevator type barriers in which you have total enclosures, uh, those could cost uh, 30 to $40 million at a station. Uh, this is probably done by in-house forces for a few thousand dollars. Makes a lot of sense. Uh, economical sounds like. Let me play this clip of a, a subway rider. If they're hopping over to take the train, what makes you think they're not going to hop over to get right in the middle again? It makes no sense. I mean, does it matter, Sam, if they hop over? As long as it keeps people who want to be behind this uh, the fence safe, they should be fairly effective or what? Yeah, I can't imagine why anyone would hop over it. I mean, you'd end up landing on the tracks or banging into a train. So that makes no sense at all. I, you know, New Yorkers, as you said, gave a mixed review. In New York, that's pretty good if you get a mixed review. Yeah. So where does the future uh, lie here? Are we like we mentioned that this was installed at the number one line, 191st Street, and I guess there were some other safety barriers put up. Uh, Brooklyn, also in Manhattan last year. Do you see a day, Sam, where they could be in every subway station? Yeah, probably not every subway station. And the problem is that not every, not all subway cars are identical, and therefore the doors open at different locations. This is where you have a consistent uh, train car. You know where the cars are stopping. You know where the doors are going to open. So you'll see this at many more stations, assuming that this is a successful test. Uh, and the MTA is also looking at those full barriers, the kind of doors that you see on an elevator to get in. But those, as I said before, could cost $100 million as the estimate for just three stations. And it can't be done at every station and also affects the airflow and other issues. We have an old system. The new systems all have uh, those kinds of barriers. Do you think, Sam, that, uh, you know, people we I mentioned at the beginning, some people from the suburbs, I think, um, you know, they hear stories about the subway and yet, you know, <laughs> subway ridership is is pretty robust again. Uh, do you think that this could perhaps make people from the suburbs, say, feel safer and be more likely to go ahead and hop on the subway when they're in town and need to get from point A to point B? Yeah, I think as these become more ubiquitous. Uh, people will see them and feel more secure. Um, there there have been rails that are somewhat similar to this at the ends of stations. 
I've seen people, including myself, stand by those because you feel more secure. So uh, those people that hear the horrible stories, uh, which really are still rare considering the number of people that ride this, the subway system, uh, nonetheless, those stories stay with everybody, and uh, this should alleviate some of that fear. All righty. Gridlock Sam, Sam Schwartz, we thank you so much for being with us.